welcome back to another episode of Ask the Doulas. I am Alyssa, co-owner and postpartum doula at Gold Coast, and today we are talking to Cindy again from Cindy Suds. Hey, how are you? Welcome. Thank Good. Thank you. So I read a blog. It's probably been at least two or three weeks ago now of some really tough stuff that you went through about four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about what happened and then what you went through emotionally and mentally after this stuff kind of hit you pretty hard? Sure. Yeah. Well, I have, um, one of my friends that I've been friends with for gosh, 20 years or so. Um, she had a daughter who was diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer, um, almost three years ago. Um, and her daughter was about 19, I believe, when she was diagnosed. Um, they didn't quite exactly know what kind of cancer it was initially just because it was a rare form of Ewing sarcoma, which is a rare cancer to begin with, but it had a very rare presentation for her. Mm. So, And what does that um, mean? Where'd... So for Ewing sarcoma, it's a childhood cancer that usually develops in the bones, and it's usually like the femur, like the leg bones, or um, sometimes the pelvis bones. Okay. But for her, it started in soft tissue. It started in her uterus, and so her presenting sim- symptom was heavy periods. Mm. So for a 19-year-old with heavy periods, that is fairly common, right. you know, and so she was, you know, not really concerned at first because so many teenagers have heavy periods. I mean, it's just kind of part of your body's trying to figure out how, you know, what kind of cycles yeah. you're going through. I mean, if you're athletic, if you're dieting, if you're whatever, your periods are going to be a little bit off. So her periods started getting a little heavier and, um, you know, didn't think much about it at first. Then she went to the doctor and the doctor was like, well, you know, maybe let's try birth control to try to cycle. You better control your cycle. Um, and after several months, it just wasn't helping. So they tried a different pill and they, you know, weren't getting the results they expected. So then they thought just to do a, a quick ultrasound, public ultrasound, to see if there was a fibroid or something causing the extra bleeding. And they found what uh, they, they found a mass, which they thought was a fibroid, which would be very you know, clinically acceptable, and yeah, that would make sense. Um, but um, when they saw the fibroid, I guess it looked a little bit different enough where they decided they were going to biopsy it, and then the biopsy showed it was cancerous. And then it took several other steps to figure out what kind of cancer it was because it just it wasn't like a typical uterine cancer or an ovarian cancer. And so when they found out that it was this Ewing sarcoma, it had been you know a few months and. Um, it's just, it's just, it was a, it was a rare cancer to begin with. And so it just presented, you know, mm. instead of in the bones, they found it in the, in the soft tissue. Yeah. yeah soft huh. tissue. So anyway, so, um, so she battled cancer for about two and a half years. Um, and, um, her body just couldn't fight anymore. And at age 22 years old, she, um, succumbed to the cancer, which was devastating for her parents, for her friends, for her family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just such a sad, just incredibly awful situation because as a mom, you can completely relate to what, how you could put yourself in the shoes. You would never, ever, ever want to, but you could just imagine the complete grief and devastation that that would cause. So, um, you know, we kind of knew it was coming just because we would get 
little updates and stuff that, you know, she's really not responding to this medicine or that medicine. And, um, we've called in hospice and, you know, we could kind of Mm -hmm. see their progression, but it didn't really sink in until you got that final text, you know, that she had passed because you kept thinking she's 22. She's young. She's vibrant. She's got all this life ahead of her. And it just didn't seem like it was actually really going to take our life. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just very hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. So um, anyway, that was four weeks ago yesterday. Um, and it was just kind of really rocked our friend group. Um, and you just, you can't, you don't really know what you're even going to feel like until it's actually there on you, you know. So um, we were kind of going through the motions. We were trying to figure out, you know, what little ways we could help support our friend or even just, you know, being in the sidelines, just praying for their family and whatever. And so, um, so in the midst of that, that same week, um, one of my um, close friends that I've known for, you know, 25 years, we lived together when we were in our twenties, we've known each other forever. Um, she had, uh, been diagnosed with leukemia, um, about a year, about a year ago, um, and had gone through the treatment, had gone through a stem cell transplant. Things seemed to be going great. She had great energy. She was really starting to look and feel completely normal. Um, and that same week that, um, my friend's daughter, Kate had died, um, I got a text from my friend and she said, I need to tell you my cancer's back. We're leaving tomorrow for Texas. Mm. So boom. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you just don't know when something like that hits you, how you're going to react. And for me, it, besides being so sad for my friend and for her family, as a mom, you just start thinking through all these things, you know, what if she has to leave her kids? This is now my, my adult friend. Um, if she passes, she's leaving behind teenagers and a nine-year-old. Um, what is, what is her new normal going to be now? What, what is this all, how is this new chapter, this new season going to look? And so I just really felt like I shut down, you know, for about two to three weeks. I had a very, very hard time, um, just with normal activities because nothing is normal anymore. You know, my friend's family, is still struggling. Obviously, they're um, they're in Texas getting treatment, and her kids have been kind of back and forth. And her kids are there right now with her her husband and her nine year old are staying down there in Texas. And um, it's just it was one of those times, I guess, in life where you really realize that you know we're not in control, and it's it was just. It kind of hit me in a way that I didn't expect it to hit me. Um, Just a lot of just sadness and the realization that so much of our lives we have zero control over. And it really, I've never really been affected this personally by cancer before. And so, you know, you hear people talk about, you know, cancer sucks, this or that. But man, when it really affects close friends and their family members, it is, it just is so eye-opening how pervasive cancer is in our communities and how it is so indiscriminate for who it's going to Mm -hmm. attack. And you can lead 
a super, super healthy life and it can get you. You can lead a really unhealthy life and it can get you. You can be rich, you can be poor, you can live in a great community, you can live in a poor community. It It's so indiscriminate and it is so everywhere. And I think that realization of there's, you know, there's this um, uncertainty that just really kind of hit me hard when, um, when these, when this news came um, about a month ago now. And so um, for me personally, I just went through like a little mini depression and for me to do any work, for me to do anything that was housework, I couldn't bring myself to do it because it felt so inconsequential, so minuscule to what my friends were going through that it it seemed completely pointless to do the normal routines Mm -hmm. because their lives were completely shattered. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was a very um, interesting yet... um, I think healthy in a way because I think when you can empathize and sympathize with people, I think that is sometimes the only um, way that you can really reach out to someone who's hurting is if you are there at least with them and you can help them just so that I think if you're hurting with them, I think you don't even have to say any words. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're there with them. You, you know... Um, it's, I don't know, grief is such a weird thing. It's just, it's such a individual thing and everybody grieves differently. Um, so it was just, um, yeah, it's just been a very interesting, sad, heavy kind of a last month. And I just now feel like I'm kind of starting to come out of this little hole that I dug yeah. myself into. Well, and you, I don't know if it was in your blog or if we were talking and you told me that you had a friend, I think it was in your blog, a friend actually say to you, well, what are you talking about? You know, your business doesn't have to stop you. What you're doing, what you're doing for people, um, you're trying to eliminate some of, right. You know, screw cancer. Right. Right. But that's why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And that that kind of brought you started to get you out of the phone. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, that was something that I, I, I had dug myself in so much to this hole that, it took my friend to say, well, wait a minute. Yeah, cancer does suck. And she actually has a parent who has cancer, and um, her in-laws have both passed away of cancer. So she is very uniquely tied into the grief of cancer herself. But she jumped on it, and she was like, well, yeah, cancer does suck. And this is exactly why you're doing what you're doing with your natural products. And it kind of like gave me that, wow. She's absolutely right. So I could sit here and, and wallow in sadness and grief, which is also a needed thing. So mm-hmm. I'm not dismissing that at all right. because everyone needs to grieve differently. Right. But it also, when she said that, it kind of gave me this tool to be like, wait a minute. Yeah, there's choices and reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it may not feel as inconsequential as it did, you know, right after I got such sad news. But it's it's a tool for me to at least feel like I can I can move forward and I can help in small Whatever ways. small way you can. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that you could do every single thing right and you could still get cancer. I'm not right. trying to dismiss that and say, oh, right. you know, you must not be following all the rules and therefore you got cancer. Yeah. That's not yeah. what I'm saying at all. But we do know that 
if we can make our bodies as cancer hostile as possible, we're at least going to hopefully prevent certain types of cancers because some cancers are going to um, be more genetically predisposed or just they don't really know why you get certain types. But we also do know that other types of cancer will grow faster, quicker um, if they're in an environment that's going to promote disease versus promote health. Mm -hmm. So by her saying that to me, it really gave me the, um, almost like the fire again to be like, well, wait a minute, what I am doing is helping and it is giving people options. If you're, if you're trying to be as healthy as possible, you're going to choose products that are chemical free, that don't contain a lot of these chemicals that are known carcinogenics mm -hmm. that are just kind of pervasive throughout the bath and body um, realm out there um, because they're cheap or they're, um, they provide a quality that's a cheaper quality that you could get versus a more expensive mm -hmm. um, plant that you're using in your products. But um, so it did give me that fire to be like, yeah, you know, there's amongst the sadness and grief and pain, there are little steps that we can do individually to promote wellness and to promote health. And I feel like I've got my little corner where I can use Cindy Suds to um, at least offer families a chemical-free option for bath and body needs. And so that I've kind of had to keep grasping back to that mm -hmm. to remind myself, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. So whereas it started out when... Um, the reason I started Sydney Suds was because one of my sons had really bad skin issues, bad eczema, super dry skin. I feel like 10 years later, I've got this renewed fire to be like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, this is what started me, the skin issues. And now the cancer is like, I feel like that is like this new found fire in my soul that I can use this sadness and this, um, the grief that I've experienced with my friends and use that more as a, a, a fire to move on and to continue offering products that are safe just so that we have alternative choices instead of the sea of chemical-laden products that are out there that I'm not saying will cause cancer, but I'm saying we do know that there are so many things that are, um, are bad for our bodies that why not try to eliminate as much as possible mm -hmm. so that you're trying to at least start out on as best of a footing as you can because cancer does not pick and choose its victims. And so if you can create a healthier, hostile, can hostile cancer environment in your body, you're better off starting there than you are two steps backwards where you do have those chemicals in your system. Right. So kind of a big um, like mind shift, philosophy shift, heart shift has occurred over this last month. And um it's just, yeah, it's been a learning month for me, I feel like. Thank you for sharing, yeah, first of all. Um, but I'm glad that you're, you know, you're finding that new fire um, mm -hmm. and you can still be, you know, a great friend to your friends. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. We'll have Cindy on again soon. If you have any questions for her, you can find her on her website. Do you want to share your info? Sure. You can reach me. Um, my website is www.cindysuds.com. Um, there's a link to get a hold of me directly from the website. You can also email me directly at cindy at cindysuds.com. Um, and, yeah, if you have any 
um, any insight um, into just what we've talked about today or if you want to share your story um, I just feel like we can all be connected in the stories that we share and in how we support each other through those absolutely well thank you so much uh, as always you can find us at goldcoastdoulas.com and feel free to email us as well if you have any comments um, about the story today info at goldcoastdoulas.com thank you thank you